I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine. On an empty stomach. What's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, along with iHeartRadio. And every morning at 9.45 a.m., it's live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Today on the show, show prep? What you mean, show prep? First, the live dates. Let's get into it, huh? So we're going to be out uh, this weekend, Friday night. Going to be in Austin, Minnesota, Lansing Corners, myself, David Harris, very funny crew of people, uh, Ryan Stock going to be on that show, along with a kid named Dylan Meek, who I've never met, but should be fun. Also, uh, coming up Saturday, going to be in Britt, Iowa, the booming metropolis of Britt, Iowa, Britt Bar and Grill, a town so small you only need one bar and one grill smashed into one building. Where I'm from, we had one building, it was our bar and our DMV. It had the worst driving instructors ever. That's going to be Saturday. Then the following week, Thursday through Saturday night, the 22nd through the 24th, myself, John Kite, Ryan Neeson, Mike Eaton, back together. The Temptations, the Four Tops. We are the Beatles of road comedy. <laughs> After the Beatles broke up, and then they tried to do a reunion tour with, you know, just two of the remaining members. So it was a shit show. Anyways, what I'm saying is you should come on down to the Comedy Vault, Batavia, Illinois. What's up, Kimberly? Hi. What's up, Scooter? Danielle, happy Friday Eve to you as well. What's up, Andrea? Hi, Scooter. BJ. Good looking crowd we got going on today. Uh, what's up, Gretchen? Hi. What was that? Oh, Ann, I'm sorry. I thought... I apologize. My eyes are not what they used to be. Jesus Christ. Uh, last night... I uh, got some work done, ran around town, did a couple of sets, bombed terribly over at the Comedy Cave. Every now and again, I like to get up on stage and see if there's maybe an unearthed mine that I haven't gone down yet in comedy. And I'm like, maybe some of these jokes I need to just be a little bit more snarky with. Maybe I need to get a little ang- more angrier. With- nope, uh, nope, that was a wrong, wrong decision last night. And I had a good lead-in, man. Jesse Ellis killed it last night. And I just got up and I was like, we're going to try some new shit. And nope, it fucking tanked. (laughs) That was great. Uh, And it happens all the time. Anna, I should say. My bad. So, yeah. So, got up this morning, shook it off, uh, got a little bit of work done, and then... um, Started getting a couple of promos done. Let me tell you guys something a little bit about shameless self-promotion. And it feels it feels weird, especially coming from a place where basically your entire life you're always told, hey, sit down, shut the fuck up. Nobody wants to hear what you have to say. To be able to like break past that barrier and be like, hey, put your name on top of this thing and put it out in front of people. That's, it's fucking hard. It's, that's why I'm just so like thrown back by people that have one, no angle, no opinion. Uh, Let me rephrase that. Uh, They have no angle, but speak the loudest, have the most confident and have the worst opinions about everything. I'm always like, where the fuck do you get your confidence from? How did you, 
Are we just so attracted to that? My buddy Jeff yesterday uh, hit me up. We were talking about Portland. It's one of the guys we traveled with. And we were talking about how when we got to the hotel, basically what they did was they gave us a map. And on the map of downtown Portland, they basically crossed out like about a four by four block section of the map. And they said, this is probably the gnarliest part of downtown. You probably don't want to be there at night. Well, guess where the fuck we hung out the entire time? I was like, thank you for pointing out the fun spots. And that's exactly what it was. It was strip bars. It was, you know, arcades. It was bars. It was it was the best. I was like, you should just... Pick. When that lady looked at two of us walking into the hotel, she should have been like, this is where you want to hang out. I can already... T-. She goes, what are you in town for? I said, drinking. Then she crossed out the funnest spot on the map. I was like, thank you for telling us exactly where to go. So Jeff and I were talking about it yesterday. And he said... You know, because I was giving Portland kind of a bad, bad rap. And he was like, I think you got a little too wrapped up in how bad Portland is. I'm like, I don't know, man. Portland seemed like a shithole. Now, remember, Portland is a very big city. And the parts of the site we were in were fucking gnarly. And Jeff said, yeah, maybe I don't want to be, you don't want to be walking downtown by yourself in those areas at 1.30 at night. And then he paused for a moment and said, but I guess I'm 6'5", so I never really have a problem. Yeah, you exude confidence. People see a tall guy and go, fuck, that guy's probably got three inches of reach on me. I'm not going to fuck with that guy. But a man as diminutive as I am, a small, itty-bitty dude who, you know, I don't look like I could throw... Like, if there was... All it would take is one guy to just literally hit me one side up to... Who's got a little bit of fucking effort behind that punch... I haven't taken a punch since I was like 16 years old. I, there's no way. I wouldn't be. I, I, the other thing I hate too is when they're like, hey man, you might be younger than me, but I'll always be able to kick your ass. I'm like, really? Because there's a bunch of 19 year olds out there right now who are super fucking jacked who would throw me around like a rag doll. <laughs> I don't get that. But you see dudes out there, like there was a kid I went to high school with. His name was Hoser Locker. Hoser Locker was shorter than me. He was five foot five, but when he strapped on the blades and got on the ice and they dropped the puck, that dude played hockey like he was six foot four. And I'm like, I don't know where the confidence comes from in some people. Like, is there, is there, is there like an, a part of like a weird reverse autism where I can't even say a reverse autism. Is it almost like that dude from free solo who like doesn't get scared by climbing a 3000 foot wall with nothing attached to him? Is it just that there are some people out there that have absolutely no issue with taking a punch or throwing a punch and then just walking away and being like, all right, moving on. Now, I don't mind so much getting in a verbal altercation with people because I was at a quick trip in, I think it was Hinkley, Minnesota, and I went to go pull up and there was a guy that was trying to back out of the gas station. And I could tell he was, you know, asshole with the American flag shorts and the mega hat. And he was kind of being a dick. And I could see it in his eyes. He was like, you could tell he was already pissed off. But he tried to back up out of the spot. And I was kind of waiting for him to move. And I gave him enough room. And the dude pulled up and then moved out of the way. And then got out of the vehicle and gave me a hard, just the middle finger. Just to, you know, it was with authority. Fucking, right there, buddy. You take that. 
And my brother-in-law who's with me goes, whoa, what's up with that guy? I went, I don't know. Hang on. And I started rolling the window down and Justin's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And I went, hey, 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 hey. And the guy stopped his vehicle. And we are literally, I don't know, a foot away from each other's vehicles. Both windows are wide open. I looked at the guy and went, fuck you. And the guy pulled up about three feet, hit the brakes, and then reached for the door handle. And I was like, try it, dude. Try it. Love to see you try it. You got a parking lot filled with people who think you're a total prick and there's two of us. What are you going to do? And then he fucking shook his head and gave me another, just a big, you're number one. And then he drove away. And it was like, I bet any other time of my life, I would have turned and hightailed and been like, no, I'm good. But for whatever reason in that moment, I was like, fuck this guy. I'm not backing down. There's no way. Now, 1.30 in the morning, Portland, Oregon. We're taking a walk through, you know, the Kit Kat Club, having a couple of drinks, and then trying to walk, stumble our asses home. Probably should think twice about that. Keep your head down, keep your mouth shut, make it look like you have no money. I was in San Francisco one time in the, I was on Hayton Ashbury, and, you know, a lot of junkies, a lot of hippies, a lot of free love. I walked into a store, and one of the ladies goes, how many times do I have to goddamn tell you people you're not allowed in here. Get the fuck out. And I was like, I'm not homeless. <laughs> I was going through some PTSD. My hair was long. I had a beard. I was dressing like a goddamn vagabond. I was, I was, the only thing I was missing was a handkerchief tied to a stick. That was about it. But this lady was like, get the fuck out. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not one of them. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm just here to get a cup of coffee. And then I'm totally going to destroy your bathroom, lady. Just because you screamed at me. Total bitch. What's up, Mira? Hi, how are you? What's up, MJ? Eric, what's up, buddy? Hi, Tiffany. Um, MJ and I were chatting yesterday about this new Clerks 3 that just came out. What's up with everybody burying the Clerks 3 at the movie theaters? What the fuck, guy? So Clerks 3, I've been waiting for this movie. The culmination... The first time we ever watched Clerks, my parents would get so pissed because we, even though we're super dysfunctional, my mom for like about a six month stint really tried hard to make us like a coherent, normal family. So we would have movie night. And once a week, the four of us would get together to sit down and watch a movie. And whoever got, who picked the movie always rotated. So one week it'd be the old man and then it'd be my mom and then my sister and then me and then it would start back over again. Well, every time it was my turn to pick a movie, they all fucking hated it. I had to sit through their shit movies, but nobody could ever sit through mine. So we went to Mr. Movies, Hibbing, Minnesota, and there was this new movie on the wall called Clerks. It looked hilarious, so I got it. We brought it home, we watched the first 17 minutes of it, and my parents and my sister were on board until... It got to the line where he goes, when a girl makes a guy come, that's standard. But when a, when, a girl, when a guy makes a girl come, that's magic. I can't remember the line. And both my mom and my, my dad stood up and they were like, all right, we're out. You watch this on your own. I watched the fucking wheels off that movie. I bet I watched that movie nine times before we brought it back to Mr. Movies the next day. And then I went to school and I was like, you guys have got to watch Clerks. And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, 
telling you right now, man, get a fake ID, go to Mr. Movies, get yourself clerks. It'll be the best movie you've never seen. So when they, those guys start watching it. Now we're all addicted. Fast forward 20-some years later, finally Clerks 2 comes out, and I'm like, it was all right. It's not exactly what I wanted. Too much tying in together all the other shit, you know. I could have done without a movies, but whatever, man. I'm fine. So now Clerks 3 drops. Been waiting for this movie now for months. After they made the announcement that it was coming out, I was like, yeah, 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 we'll see about that. And then they dropped a trailer, and I'm like, okay, they were serious. Because I didn't think it was going to happen. When they were like, we're, you know, we've been talking about it, we're writing the script. I'm like, ugh, God, all these goddamn... They always end terribly. Well, it's kicking ass, and a friend of mine up in uh, northern Minnesota went and saw it already. You cannot find a fucking movie theater around here to play a matinee of this, and why not? AMC wants to get people back into the theaters. How about you fuckers run that movie at 1.30 in the afternoon when I ain't got shit to do? It's one showing a day. It's, it's basically two theaters. It's Eden Prairie, which is southwest metro of Minneapolis, way the fuck out there, or it is in bumfuck nowhere Roseville. I'm not driving all the way to the other side of the fucking metro just to sit in your cold-ass theater at 7 p. Do you know how much shit I have to do between like 6.30 and 10.30 at night? Besides going out and trying to like do a couple of comedy sets, get the Corolla show set, get my kid fucking fed, get her in bed. Like that's a... I have... Fuck you! Play, give me a matinee! You can't even do it on a Saturday? All you guys do is beat the drum right now about like we gotta get people back in the theater. Then fucking play it at a time when people can actually go and see it. Some of us all work from home. Some of us are trying to get out of their jobs. Not me. I like my job. But I'm saying other people. People who work from home. If you work for CenturyLink and you are taking customer calls, the number one thing you are trying to do is get the fuck out of that. So I'm telling you right now, AMC, get your shit together. Start putting out matinees of Clerks 3. I'll show up. I'll get myself one of them tins of popcorn. They sell it in tins anymore? I don't think so. Bucket of popcorn. I'll put a hole in the bottom, and I will definitely enjoy Clerks 3 on my own. Get it together, AMC. I got to be honest. I can't believe I didn't lose anybody on the Instagram live feed over that fucking rant. (laughs) I thought there was going to be a few people bailing, being like, yeah, no dice. Sorry, bud. Uh, Next week, heading out to Chicago. Shows this weekend. Uh, Friday and Saturday, next week in Chicago, Jonathan Kite, myself, Mike Eaton, Ryan Neeson. Those shows will be amazing. Uh, thank you to the uh, already the few people from Chicago who have reached out. Been like, uh, first off, can't wait for you to come to Chicago. Secondly, where the fuck is Batavia, Illinois? And I'm like, it is west of the... It's, it's in the metro. It's a suburb. But it's like, here's the thing. Minneapolis, we have basically one and two tier metros. Chicago's got like seven tier metros like they got suburbs that are suburbs of suburbs like that's how fucking far out it goes so i'm like if you're in the city which luckily a lot of the people aren't they're already in the suburbs and just because of the lake everything kind of is west of downtown chicago you're already about halfway there so but uh, comedy vault an amazing place killer killer room they get some of the heaviest hitters coming through there obviously it's proof with john kite so yeah i can't wait man next week is just going to be a blast check out rudypovich.com thank you to uh yesterday there was a 
A uh, couple of purchases for some merchandise. Highly appreciate that. Go to rudypovich.com. Check out the merch. Check out the show. It's got a bunch coming up between now, the end of the month, and already into October. And then uh, November is going to start uh, packing up here pretty soon. I believe I got a big special show coming up the third week of November with a very special guest who's going to be in Minneapolis. But uh, I'll get you guys more details on that. We're like 90% of the way there, but it sounds like it's going to happen. So find this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher every morning, 945 it's live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Again, thank you guys so much. Always love it. Appreciate it so much when we take a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.